Hello everyone and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Lobot Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Josh. And we are back at the Bachelor Pad. We are back at the Trap House. We are back at the... Crack Den, baby. Yeah, third, fourth time's a charm. I didn't <laughs> never screw know. this intro up Look. three times prior to this. First try. <laughs> First try, ever try. But uh, we, we got <clears throat> lucky this weekend because we were... In, South Australia was in lockdown. It was yes. meant to be six days. Cut it short because some pizza boy lied. But now we can luckily be together, rejoiced, and I can see you in person. Exactly. We almost did it over over Discord, but I'm like, hang on, my friend. The pods may still be on. We may still yes. be able to go to the crack den. Yes. <clears throat> and here we are, cracking our veins. We are good to go. <laughs> we do not smoke crack prior to recording the pod. But you know what's just as good as crack? <clears throat> what is? All this basketball crap which has happened this week. Basketball crack. Holy oh shit, gosh. this has been a week of basketball. Ooh, we've been <clears> blessed. <throat> the draft and then the off-season moves. It's Absolutely. been crazy. So this is going to be <clears throat> potentially a long podcast. Potentially a long episode. So I, I've done a few episodes on the, pot, on the draft so far. On the pod. <laughs> I've done a few episodes on the draft so far preparing for best fit. We're going to run down... I'm going to say the top 10, then a few interesting ones. Mm-hmm. And I'll get your take on them as well. Yep. Um, and then we'll go on to free agency news because despite only being two to three days into free agency, it's exploded. Yes. It's exploded. It's, it's like 10 at 9am on a Sunday here. And I'm going to try my best to get through everything. Um, it's a bit hard to keep it. It's weird to say it's hard to keep track of everything which has happened. Um, I've got some tabs open right now, which should have everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I do miss anything and you're aware of it, I'll, I'll speak up. And it's, it's interesting because there's been a lot of role player moves. Which yes. on if you're like more of a casual fan, you see you don't see a superstar move and you think ah oh, whatever, but no, these are so important. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. so important, so <clears throat> pivotal to to a single franchise. Absolutely. So I'll get started on the draft. Yeah. Um, I watched it live. You did as well. Yeah, I watched uh, the first half of it yep. while I was at work because yep. I was the only one in the office, so I was able to. Yeah. We were having also network connections because we were texting and then I wouldn't get any replies from you. Then I'd get all your replies in a big bunch. Yeah. And I was texting Adam as well, but I wasn't having that issue. Weird. And so, I, I was texting other people and I didn't have that issue. I don't know what it the is. The world was conspiring against us. The basketball maybe, world. Maybe. But okay. I, was, I remember I had to watch a different stream because that stream just wasn't working for yeah, me. Yeah. They so. were really slow. We were getting... I watched the end one you ended up watching, I'm pretty sure. And they were getting the picks before ESPN did. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were mentioning that. They were one of the first people to get the picks. So shout out to... To, to chat sports i believe it, it was. was chat sports yep that was a very very well done live stream absolutely and, uh yeah so next next draft if i can't get a stream working i know Fuck they're it. reliable yeah absolutely so i'll get started um the number one pick which is interesting we'll get to in a sec for anthony edwards is going to the minnesota timberwolves now we've got <clears> to talk <throat> about him i'm not going to rant about him we're not going to rant we're going to we've, we've got to talk mention- about what happened <clears throat> Well, well, first, for say, and anyone that hasn't listened to our draft pods, he is a six-six, bulky two to three guard, incredible athlete, incredibly talented, great player, great player. Deservedly was a top skill-wise pick. top pick. Yes. yes. Now his character over the past few days has said some questionable things. Yeah. So like the day, it was like a day or two before the draft. Mm-hmm. He was, he was having an interview or something, and. He said some stuff which I never would have thought that someone <laughs> this high in the draft would say. Yeah. He was saying stuff about how he wanted to be an aspiring rapper and how he wasn't like Dame. He was actually a good rapper. Yeah, he says, I'm more like little baby. Yeah. So I don't know why he's taking shots at Dame for whatever reason. Dame's actually a pretty talented artist considering he's a basketball player. Um, he says he doesn't watch basketball. He can't watch basketball. He's, he loves football at heart. He's a football player. 
Um, it was just a bunch of weird stuff. Like, a, a number one pick, like he is legitimately the number one pick taken by the Timberwolves to know that he doesn't watch basketball, he prefers Ooh. football, he wa- he prefers to be a rapper. Uh-huh. Big red flags. Oh, yeah. But his talent is so damn good and his personality is such a good fit with the Timberwolves where it's like, let's just do it. And it's not one of those drafts where... You know, you're drafting him over a Zion or a John Morant or even nah. an RJ Barrett for that matter. Yeah. This is just the best available. Yeah. It's it's interesting. This, like, in 10 years, he may just leave. In five years, he may leave to go play football. And we'll look back on this saying, yeah, he said that. Yeah. And you want to know the big reason why he preferred football? That I, I, I assume you read it as well. Yeah. Because can they be... can celebrate and taunt. And, and they can show a bit more character. When yes. In the NBA, you can't do that. And which is so weird because the NBA is one of the best sports where if you want to get your character out there and your image out there, that's the sport to do it. You can't do that in football because they have like a 30 plus man roster. Yeah. And and you're not <clears throat> going to be on the field at all times. You're wearing a helmet. It's so hard, man. Yeah. So he's young. He's 19 <clears throat> years old, I believe. That, that's the thing I'm taking it to. Like he, he's he's 19. Yep. He's very young. He's he's immature. That yep. That's clearly shown. He's, he's an immature kid. That's fine. He'll grow up. We'll see how he matures. Let's yep. hope he matures and matures quickly. And regardless of everything is saying, to be 19 years old, be drafted as the first pick and you're <clears> now in the NBA, you've obviously worked hard. Yeah. You're yeah, very yeah. good at what you do. It just hopes he can keep working hard. And that drive is now already a big question mark. So as long as that drive is no longer in question down the, the years to come, mm-hmm. I think it's a fine pick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He was skill-wise, like, he was always going to go top three. Um, and the top three was always, yeah. like, jumbling. But I always had him as my number one skill-wise. Yeah, and ending it with, with this pick, it's just... Unlike every other player in this draft, in my opinion, he's the only one where you've now got to watch his personality. Yeah, that that's the main concern. Because everyone else is like, are they <clears throat> going to pan out skill-wise, talent-wise? Yeah. This one, is his personality actually going to match the NBA? Exactly. I don't exactly. know. Is he going to be ready to watch film for three yeah, hours a day? That's, that's so important. You've got yeah. to watch film. And, you know, I, I know it sounds like we're, we're being a, a bit harsh on him because he's only a kid. But like you said, film is the most important thing when it comes to practice. Like the smartest players in the league watch film. Day in, day out, they watch film. I can't imagine how many hours of film Chris Paul, LeBron, or Rondo have watched. Yep. I can't imagine the hours and hours and hours they've watched of film. Yeah. Like, it, it's absurd. So, to be to be a good player, you've got to watch hours and hours of film. And I, I hope he can learn to love that. Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, it's not, you know, is he willing to accept it? It's, he has to learn to love it. Yeah. Yeah, if he's, if he's you have to, to learn to love player. it if you're going to be one of the best. So I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers I want every player to be great. Absolutely. But, uh, um, yeah. We'll move on to number two. No real surprise. A lot of people had him going number one earlier in the year. James Wiseman going to the Golden State Warriors. I think that was one of my favorite fits with yeah. James Wiseman. And like, and... I thought he was going to fit if, if yeah. you know, they could still trade him. But I don't think so. He's a uber talented big man. Yes. Like, so versatile, it'll it'll help Golden State a lot. Fingers crossed, you know, then we got the news about Clay mm. being out for the season. Oh. That one hurts a lot. It kind of feels like and I, it feels weird to crack jokes, but it's like Golden State sold their soul to the basketball devil. I said that the moment Clay went down and KD went down, I'm like, wow, they they this is the price they pay for yeah. the their dynasty. And I remember I was texting Adam because he he broke the news to me that it was an Achilles tear he's out for the season. And he missed only, I think, 3% of his games 
for the first however many years until mm-hmm. he got injured in the postseason yeah. last year or whatever it was, the year before, sorry. <clears throat> um, and now he's out for two straight years. Like, that's absurd that such an Iron Man of the league yeah. never misses games, is now out for two straight years. It's, it's really heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I don't care what anyone thinks of Golden State. I'm a fan. I like greatness. And it's, it just... it's hard not to like Clay. Comes off as a very down-to-earth, genuine person. Yes. Um, and so I assume the whole basketball world is just hoping him to have a safe and full return. Yeah. Like it, it sucks, man. When you get injuries like this, like even the Jonathan Isaac situation with Orlando, Orlando yeah. is a, a, a bad team, you know, say what you want. They're, they're not a good team, but he hurts, man. And yeah, you don't I, want to see any player get injured. Yeah. And his Clay Thompson is a pivotal person. When you, when you've got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on the same team, very, very healthy. They're a problem. Yeah, always going to be a problem. So it's hard to shoot them out the building. So that that sucks. But Wiseman, he seems energized. He seems ready to go. He's mm-hmm. only played three games in college, but I think we. I don't think that's a problem. His it skill set is fault. clearly there. Yeah, it, he kind of got done dirty by the system, mm-hmm. so we couldn't play any more games in college. But I think he fits perfectly. History shows that Golden State are successful when they've got their shooters and a big man, which can kind of do what he needs to do. A somewhat versatile big man. Not amazing, yeah. but versatile. If can you can, pass, can, do, if you can do putbacks, if you can grab boards, and if you can pass, generally you're going to be perfectly fine in Golden State if they surround you with shooters. He can do this and more. And more. And exceptionally well at what he does. So I think it's going to be good fit. I think he's a starter right off the bat, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to still try and make the best push they can for, for the playoffs. They did, because they got a trade we'll talk about a bit later on. Yeah. Um, so the number three pick, LaMelo Ball, going to the Charlotte Hornets. I, we definitely anticipated him to go top three. We top I three. Think. We've talked about LaMelo a fair bit on this podcast, I think. Yes. Charlotte's an interesting place for him to go. Especially um, now. Yeah, especially now with, with Hayward there. But Whoa, whoa, uh, spoilers, Luke, spoilers. Everyone would have heard it by oh, now. Oh, yeah, by, by the time the this pod comes deals. out. Yeah. But it's a weird thing, and Charlotte's a weird one to pick a great fit for because they don't have direction yet. Yeah, we did. We didn't see the direction they wanted to go. Lamelo gives them a weird direction where it's he could kind of be whatever he wants to be offensively. I think he's going to play the two with Devonte Graham at the one. I would like to see that. Yeah, I do think so. He's Hayward at the three. The bench. Hayward at the three. Oh, I like PJ that, at the four. Um, it can work. Like the team's not horrible. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of money on those books still. Batum's gone. And there's... I know, but they've just got Hayward. That's true. And so, Rozier. Yeah. Um, like, it's not the worst situation. Mm-hmm. And they and hopefully Lamelo shapes up to be something special. He Absolutely. He's a very talented player. I just don't want it to be a situation where the team allows him to jack up 20 shots a And game. bad habits. Yes. You need to iron out these bad habits when young players get in the league. It's the same thing with Andrew Wiggins when he was drafted by, by Minnesota. He can kind of just shoot 20 shots a game. And live or die by if if he makes those shots, and it, you can't have a, a replication of that. Yeah, I think Lamelo is a smart player. He'll he'll work it out. He'll figure it out. I just yeah. it's a bad place to be in Charlotte because it's been so long since they've had like Kemba was great. They made the playoffs once, I believe. Yeah, and they got bounced right away. But even then, even when they had Kemba, who's an absolute all star, and still is. I'd, I didn't see any direction with that team yeah. even then. Yeah. So I don't know about now. We'll see. They clearly are making moves. They may make more in the next couple of days. By the time this pod, from recording to, to this coming out, they yeah. may have trade for a center. Yes. And even saying that, that I don't see direction, I don't think any player they would have drafted gives them direction in this year's draft. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad move in, in any stretch. Oh, no. I'm just, it, this is more me saying, 
I still don't know what fixes Charlotte. Yeah, 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 100%. We, we haven't even done our Charlotte episode. That got pushed back. We were meant to do that a couple of weeks ago, but with everything, I think we we're meant to do it today. It was meant to be today. But with everything happened the past week, you know, we, we got to talk about it. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we'll move on to the number four pick, which is shocking when it happened, and it's still shocking now. The Chicago Bulls took Patrick Williams. He was not on my radar at all. It wasn't on Adam's radar. I don't think it was on your radar. So I expect him to go like 15. Like, I was not not expecting the Bulls to pick this kid. I still don't understand this. There's better, like... So, Patrick Williams is a good player, good defender. He's a wing. He do a bit of everything. Um, and they clearly saw something from him during tryouts. But he's not a player you need to take at four. He would have been there at eight or maybe ten. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm a bit shocked on why they took him at four. But they could have traded down. Got, trade it down. Yeah, got something absolutely. off the books or got another young piece or something like that. I don't mm. know why they took him at four. What um, I'm also confused about is, yes, absolutely that 100%. Trade down for that if you want Robert Williams because this makes no sense to Patrick take him Williams. with the four. Sorry, Patrick Williams. Not Robert Williams. It's a different player. Um, the thing I'm, I'm also concerned about is if you're Chicago right now, you're still in a rebuilding phase. There, there isn't really a direction. Sure, Zach Levine's working out. Kobe White may work out at some point. You've got some pieces. Wendell Carter's nice. But this isn't a time, in my opinion, to draft for what fits. If you're Chicago, I think you need to draft what is the best available. There if is can, some amazing talent available yes, still. If you can get better than Kobe White. You draft better than Kobe White. Move off Kobe White or, or do whatever. Yeah, yeah, And I, I don't think... Because who cares if he fits? You're not yeah. getting anywhere with someone, someone that fits. You need someone which is going to help the direction. Because Zach Levine's a good player. Yeah. Put someone alongside him. And I, I just... I This is what frustrates me about this pick, unlike the Charlotte pick. Because Charlotte picked best available. It was best and, available, yeah. yeah. And regardless of who they picked, that, that was the best one. And this one, I just... I, I don't like it. Trade down for it's it. Still, that would have it been still doesn't fine, make sense to me. Yeah. Either either take the best available, or if you're set on this guy, that's fine. Trade down for him because he, he wasn't yeah. going to be four, five, or six. Like maybe he ends up being an absolute steal, but I'm going to tell you, I don't see it. Yeah, like he he maybe, but four, right? You know, four. I hope. Look, I hope so. I I I've set up before. I'm a bit of a Charlotte fan, uh, Charlotte fan, Chicago fan. He could be a Darko Milicic. That's what it could be. Taken really, really high yeah. and really, really bad. We'll see. And has a smoking problem. Who we'll knows? See. <laughs> um, we'll move on to number five. Uh, Adam's team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, took Isaac Okoro. Which is fine. He's a defender. Yeah. Probably the best defender in this draft. Yep. Um, and it seems like they, they want to go in that direction. They've got Colin Sexton, who's a good defensive guard. They've got Drummond for another year, who's a, who's a good paint defender. Isaac yes. Okoro is a good versatile defender. Yeah. It's not who I wanted for him. It's not who Adam wanted for him. Toppin was the perfect Obi fit. Obi Toppin, we always thought was a perfect fit, but they're going in a different direction. And that's fine. That's fine. Isaac Zafaro is, guess what? Still a great player. Like, this isn't a Chicago situation. This yeah. is like, they still drafted a great player. They still drafted, like... And like you said, the player. fit with Sexton and, and Drummond for the year, I think provides a... a Raising of the floor with defense. It does. Because right now they don't. The they, their defense sucks. Their defense is horrible. And they, they've got shooters. They've got slashes. They can make it work. It's kind of mediocre at the moment. That's that's no slander to to the Cavs. They are it just kind of mediocre is. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think definitely him raises the floor a bit, and that definitely helps. And then now you can focus on trying to make some moves. Everyone's making moves, and the Cavs need to start making some bigger moves. I think Garland can be okay. 
but I think Sexton's a great player. KPJ's getting some getting some good yes, minutes. Yes, KPJ. Well. I, I love KPJ, and I, I think they'll work it out. I yeah. think it's a good pick. I like, I like it's, it. It's a fine pick. He's the best defender in this draft, and yeah, like he raises their floor. Doesn't raise their ceiling a great amount, but he raises their floor yep. a lot, and yep. that's I think that's what they're looking for. Yes. Um. So that's fine. Like, still fine. Why not? Um. We'll move on to Atlanta. <clears throat> they drafted Onyeko Kongwu. Um, I think I had him going like ninth. Yeah, he maybe. was he was pretty low on that lottery list. Yeah, because he's a bit undersized. He's six nine, but he plays the four and the five. Um, he'll probably end up playing the four, which sometimes is, the three, which is John Collins' position. He's yeah. an undersized power forward <clears throat> and center. So, so they like he'll be coming off the bench. He's not going to replace John Collins or Clint Capella. Yep. Um, like it's still a good fit. Hawks it's, Hawks are making moves. Like they just oh, got yeah. Gallinari, yes, who raises their floor and their ceiling. He yes. bumps them up so huge. much to play the three. Um, I think, he, but Gallo can also play the four. So they might run John Collins at the five. I think what this team allows, I like, I wouldn't have picked this pick for Atlanta, but it's not a bad pick. I don't hate it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. I think the off-season moves they've made so far lend into this pick. Yeah, I'm like okay, I can see what they're doing, and the the main reason is it allows for some versatility. We've seen. Houston struggle in the playoffs. They couldn't get anything Because they got their five-man lineup and then... That's it. It's, that's it's it. small ball or nothing. They've got Capella. Yeah. They can go big ball. They've got now John Collins and and this draft pick and they can go small ball. Yeah. You know, granted, it's not small, small ball, but it, it definitely can go into that. Like it's they can run pace, a team that's like athletic. Trey and then 6'8 to 6'11. Yes. And that's... A weird middle ground as well. Yeah, it, it provides them. It provides them versatility they didn't have before. And I, I think Trey on a, on a team which he can switch up at any moment is is deadly. And Okongwu is a good defender. He's a good rim yes. protector. Which guess what they needed. They need so badly because their front court doesn't have no back court. Sorry, doesn't have any defense whatsoever. So as long as they can do the wings and and the front court, I think that helps a mm-hmm. lot defensively. So we talked about the Hawks recently. Take their team as it was, add in Gallo and a Kongwu, um, and you've got a lot stronger. We talked about how like they've got a bright future and we can see them doing some stuff. Now we can really see them. There's going to be more moves as well because when last week's episode was the Atlanta episode, I believe. Yeah. And going through their roster, half their team is off the books. Yeah. Like Bembry is no longer there. Deadman's no gone. longer there. Yeah. And those were important guys, I think. And if they can get more guys like that, I definitely feel like we're seeing a better Atlanta team, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. Um, maybe, I, you know, they're not going to make a huge push for much, but it's definitely such a good push in the right direction. And I'm, I'm happy to see them draft this pick and make the moves that they're making. Absolutely. It's, it's a good pick for them. Best available and possibly best fit. Yes. Um, so then we'll move on to the number seven spot, the Detroit Pistons. He's one that I had for best fit. It's one of the only ones outside of the top two that I had yep. matched up mine, which is they took Killian Hayes. My favorite player in this draft. Your favorite player in this draft. KOC's favorite player in this draft. Um, for those who don't know, KOC is Kevin O'Connor, part of the Ringer staff, very talented journalist. Um, he's covered um, Killian Hayes a lot. Star point guard out of France. Um Detroit are in an interesting spot because they just let Christian Wood walk. Yeah, we've got to talk about that deal later on. Because that hurts them a lot. Because in if you looked at um, Detroit in the past couple of years, it's like, okay, they had Drummond. They let him go. They got, they got Blake. 
Blake's talented, has knee problems, getting yes. older, but he's still immensely talented. Derek Rose has flashes of brilliance, but overall he's a backup he point is a, guard. He is a great backup point guard. Yeah. Luke Kennard is a two or a three that can be a, a secondary ball handler, and he's very talented in the pick and roll. I believe he's gone now. I'll have to check. But I lose Luke Kennard as well. I, I'm pretty sure I'll have to check, but I so think he's gone. He was another young guy I know they were high on who was talented, but a, a star for them was Christian Wood. Played the center, back up for Drummond, but since Drummond's gone, he's taken over that starting spot. Incredibly versatile. Sort of like the way, um, what was the number two pick? Wiseman. Wiseman can do pretty much anything on the floor, but Christian Wood can do that to a lesser extent. Not as good rim protector, but he's probably a better shooter. Um, and he just walked. Yes. So Christian Wood's gone. Blake's getting older and older. Canard's possibly gone. Yeah. And they picked up Killian that. Hayes. I like Killian Hayes. He's Love like, him. you can build a team around him. He's an absolute floor general. He he's skill wise top four, top three. Yes. But because he's French, because he's an international, he doesn't get rated as highly a lot of yeah. the time. Um, Which is fair. Like I'm not here saying that he's going to be amazing. I just think he can be. He's definitely got the tools to do so, and I do see that drive. I just losing Christian Wood, especially, oh. kind of they had a direction, and then they kind of lost a little bit. Yeah. Like, they've got to fill that void with someone because Blake is too injury prone at the moment. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because he had. He's he had, a good piece for the next year. Yes. Or two. But after that, you need to start like, thinking about your it's, future. It's so bad to draft a point guard like Hayes. Hayes is not a scorer. He is. Can he's do a, so he's much. a playmaker, yeah. He's a playmaker first. Yeah. And those, those are quite rare to come by these days. But if you've got a playmaker and don't have a competent team around him, He's not going to stay. That's exactly. frustrating. And that's going to plummet his stock as well, which no player wants to happen to themselves. So they really, they're now on the clock. They need to get some, yep. get I know some pieces. People are going to be like, no, they're rebuilding. That's fine. They've got time. They don't. No. If you're drafting a point guard like this, like if you drafted Lamelo, that's fine. He can get his shots. He can feel comfortable. He, he's a, he's a, he can score, right? Yes. He, he like, Lamelo's weird 50 50. He's not a, Pass first, he's not a score first. He's somewhere in the middle. But Killian Hayes, yeah, he's a combo. Where Killian Hayes is a pass first guy. Yes. He can score, but his playmaking skills is what really his, elevates him. I, I feel like his numbers will resemble more of what Steve Nash was with Phoenix. Yeah, where he'd be, you know, maybe fifteen points a game, fifteen to eighteen, um, and he get maybe around eight to ten assists yeah. a game. That's yeah. what we're gonna see. That's what we're gonna see. Where he's, a, he's a fine scorer, but he's gonna need a first option to help. Yeah, and they don't have one right now. Hope did did Luke Kennard actually walk? Um, let me check. Go, I'll, I'll go, go on to the next pick. Oh, wait, I'll wait for the next pick because the next pick we're going to talk about a lot. But yeah, Killian Hayes, I like him. A lot of people like him. His free throw percentage. The reason people, a lot of people like him, he shoots around ninety percent from the line, yep. which is crazy. And if you look at younger prospects, especially college, the to know if they're going to get better three-point shooters, mm-hmm. it, you don't look at their three-point percentage in college, you could their free-throw percentage because that typically shows that they'll make improvements from, from deep. Yes, yep. Um, so Luke Kennard did leave. He <sighs> was traded to the Clippers. Traded? Yeah, Clippers. Uh, yeah, I think it was a sign-in trade or something because the Clippers received draft consideration from the Pistons. And they received uh, the Justin Patton that mean? from Detroit. I don't know. There's something Draft weird consideration. Uh, I think you should pick this guy. I don't know, man. This, nah. is, this is the NBA stuff I'm looking at. I Luke don't Nard know is with the Clippers. what a, the fuck is Detroit doing. This is what I mean. Like They draft a great thing, but they let Christian Walt go. 
and somehow Luke Kennard is gone. Luke Kennard would have been the perfect secondary ball handler. Yes. Christian Wood as your main scorer. Oh, what is happening? Yeah, I don't get it. Detroit. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll move on. We'll move on because I don't want to yell at Detroit too much longer. <laughs> we'll move on to the number eight pick. My boy, the New York Knicks, Obi Toppin. I like it. I'm a Knicks fan. You're a Knicks fan. I like it. So at least one of us is happy. <laughs> but I've talked about Obi Toppin a lot. I adore him. I think he is incredibly talented, incredibly hardworking, and he's going to be an absolute star. Tell you what, though, what? Knicks still suck. Knicks. This is a this is a bad pick for the Knicks purely for the fact that what the hell does he bring to the team when you've got the team currently with zero shooters? Yeah, like, like he can he's a PJ Tucker like from the corner shooter, but that's not you need what more than New that York right needs. now. Like, especially well, wait till they get Westbrook. Yeah, apparently their sites run Westbrook, and that's well, that's a very real thing. But at the same time, Westbrook to to Washington is yeah, very likely. Maybe, but let's assume they get Westbrook. You know, Westbrook, Neil Akina, Barrett, Toppin, Mitchell, Randall, all of who can't shoot, shoot. the three. So Randall's gone. He'll he'll be gone. He's got one more year left on the deal. But They're looking gone. to trade Mitch, which I'm. a... 50-50 on. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Nick's do what you want to do, man. So you got Toppin. I'm happy with it. He's going to be a rim runner. He's going to be an all-star. He is exciting to watch. And he can do what he wants because he's on the Knicks. If he's with Westbrook, which is I'm excited about, that's going to be funny God, transition. the floor. Just yes. running. But uh, I like the pick. It's a fun pick. I think like if I'm having fun with a draft in 2K, I'm picking Toppin for the Knicks. Yeah. If I'm building the Knicks, you do as not a GM, pick Obi Toppin. I don't feel like Obi Toppin is the nah. right pick unless they are building, getting shooters on this team and yeah. not actually going for Westbrook. Yeah. I I've said it before. Obi Toppin to Cleveland would have been ideal, love it, best fit. But love it. I understand he dropped a little bit further than I wanted. He's coming, you know. Well, it happens. It happens. Still lottery pick. We'll talk about the next pick, the number nine to the Washington Wizards, Danny of Adiha. I always pronounce it wrong, but I'm pronouncing it correctly this time. Danny of Adiha. Um, first Israeli player going like in the draft. Mm -hmm. So big congrats to Israel. Um, he's an incredibly talented three to four. So versatile. Jack of all trades can do pretty much anything. His defense is where he lacks the most, but he's a young player. He's European. Yeah. You sort of expect it. It'd be cool to see him and, and Rui see what they can do. The, the other players on the team are more specialists. Um, Bradley Beal, I don't know what's going to happen with Bradley Beal. Yeah, but now Washington, like they're looking to trade Wall for Westbrook. That doesn't really make them better at all. That does. I mean, they just, tr the only reason I feel like that they would trade that is because Wall's injured. Wall you wants know? out. He said he wants out. Which is fair. You know, I. No, I it's not. I mean, it, it depends what he's asking for. Like, it, it feels like. Injured players shouldn't ask out after you get the super max. Washington has been a shit show. We know that. They've just gone through new management. The whole front office is different. Yeah. And it feels like to me there's a plan in place and it doesn't involve John Wall. And at that point, it's just, just do it. Just then get rid of me. Wouldn't sources say that Washington are looking to trade him, not that John Wall wants out? Who's going to want to say that John Wall wants... Like, if I, I feel like it's a marketing thing. If John Wall says he wants to be traded, that helps his stock. Okay. If you've got an injured John Wall and your front office is like, no, we now want to move off John Wall. That doesn't really help your stock at all. That kind of plummets a little bit. But like, this makes me look at John Wall and say, wow, you're a dickhead. I don't think so. It's, I don't think it's a Paul George, Anthony Davis situation where it's, it's like... He's injured though. Yeah, but they're, they're very clearly wanting to move on from him and Bradley Beal at some point. They've yeah. made that pretty clear that like John Wall is not for the future. But this is the perfect time to move Bradley Beal. 
Yes, and I don't know why they're sitting on him. But yeah, there's been no... We haven't seen any rumors or leaks or anything. Yeah. Maybe while we're doing this pod, Woj drops the fucking hammer. Maybe. Maybe, man. Things are dropping at weird hours. Um, so yeah, Danny F. Dehart, incredibly versatile European player. Could play the three or the four. Um, very young. I think he's the youngest player in the draft as well. Tons of time to develop. I'm worried because he's going to Washington and Washington... An interesting brand new management, so I don't want to judge them, but historically haven't been great at developing talent. We'll see. They have like standouts, but their standouts have been so driven. Yeah. Like John Wall came into the league absurd. He was one of the best passers in the league, one the quickest player in the league at the time. He was phenomenal. Bradley Bill is he was gonna be Bradley Bill regardless of where he yes. went. He was he, he is elite. The only reason he is now the Bradley Bill that we know today is because John Wall was injured. Yeah. He now has the ball. He's the ball handler. So those are the two exceptions. Besides that, you know, they haven't really had players that have developed too well. Yeah. Rui's looking okay. Like Thomas Bryant was looking fine before they got Thomas Bryant and he's no yeah. longer better. Same with Bonga. He was fine and now he's still fine. Rui got better when he left. Yeah, he got much better when he left. And he's still getting traded around for chump change. Yeah. Otto Porter was a big Rui. thing when he was there, but after he... Left, he sucked. Injuries, man. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't play. Yeah. So, uh, Denny's a great player. We'll see how it, how it works out there. I'm not too excited for him, but mm-hmm. at the same time, we'll see. Yep. Remember on the number pen, number, number pen, number 10, Jalen Smith to the Phoenix Suns. I honestly don't know too much about Jalen Smith. He wasn't high on my boards. Mm-hmm. Um, I had other players ahead of him. Um, but Phoenix... Have made some moves. They made a lot of moves, say the least. man. Um, I like Jalen Smith from the little. I did a little bit of research on him after he got drafted. Um, coming from a military family, mm-hmm. that to me says you're strict, you're driven, you're not, you're not too immature. You're going to listen and take in everything. Yeah, and he's going to be playing under Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, Phoenix have made a lot of moves. They're clearly trying to go in a. Oh, they're making a push. They're making a push. Yeah, they yeah. really are. They really are. Um, but they're really, really trying. So good on them. I don't know too much about Jalen Smith. I don't know too much either. I think, like, for what I know, it's a fine pick. I think I'm more happy with the off-season moves they've made. Yeah, the, exactly. Outside um, of free agency. And I, yeah, like I said, I liked. I'm gonna say at the 11 and 12, Devin Vassell and Tyrese Halliburton more than I liked. Jalen I like, Smith. I like Halliburton a lot. I like Halliburton, but I heard some interesting rumor. Oh, tell me, hit me with it. So, do you, I expected him to go top 10. Yeah. He dropped to 12. Yes. Because apparently, there hasn't been confirmed, but this has been multiple sources have said that yep. he and his agent said to different teams, I don't want to play for you. Oh, I don't want to play this, for you. like that, huh? And he said, I want to play in Sacramento. Interesting. Yes. That's why he dropped to 12 and went to Sacramento. Sacramento. Now, you never ever hear players saying, I want to go to Sacramento. What is it about Sacramento that he... Because right now, Sacramento is a shit show. You know, I, I like the team, but what Buddy is Buddy Hugh probably being moved. De'Aaron Fox re-signing. Good, perfect. Signed De'Aaron Fox. Got the max, yeah. Yeah. He's not worth the max now, but you're signing him for his future. You don't have a choice, you know? He's getting better, and he seems like a nice person. He seems like a good person that's not a 
going to bunny healed yeah. your your front office. I like De'Aaron Fox a lot. He's a very humble kid. Very He's humble very kid. much Ja Morant light. Yeah. Which is not doing him dirty. He's very good at just Ja Morant became Ja Morant much quicker. Much quicker, De'Aaron yeah. Fox still got a little He's bit He's on to a do. different path, but he'll reach there. He'll be an all-star yeah. eventually. He's just gone on a different yeah. path. Yeah, I've, I've, I have complete faith in De'Aaron Fox. So, Tyrese Halliburton's a one or maybe a two. So, he'll be playing alongside De'Aaron Fox most likely. Mm-hmm. Real interesting that he dropped because he said, I don't want to play for you guys. I want to play for Sacramento. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to sit down and talk with him. Come on the pod because I want to know why Sacramento. It's not a, not a knock to you, buddy. Yeah, I just want to know. We just want to know. Because like, you never hear about it. Yeah. It's very rare that you hear players actually come out and say they want to play for any team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As a young player. Drafted, yeah. So, we'll, we'll get off the draft a moment. I'll just run down some more interesting ones. Um, we had Aaron Naismith going to the 14 to the Boston Celtics. He's seen as the best spot-up shooter in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, just catch and shoot, lights out. So that'll be good for Boston, fell to 14. Um, we got Cole Anthony at 15. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony had a shit year at UNC, was highly rated before this year. Uh, was going to Orlando. Now, this is the perfect spot for him. If he wants to prove that he's an amazing combo guard, can pass, can score, can do anything... Orlando don't have a star point guard right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they kind of need a point guard. Like, Fox is getting better and better, but he's not going to be their starting point yeah. guard. He shouldn't be. This is, they're, in a, they're in an interesting spot. There's no pressure on him. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Orlando have a horrible, horrible track record, track record of yeah. developing players. They, they have a horrible track record, but they, they seem fairly disciplined. I can't tell you a time where they've had a guard which is just jack 20, 30 shots. That's true. They, like, don't, they don't go out there and let them get bad habits, but they... Haven't had good track record of developing. So they're, we'll see. Yeah, they're disciplined, but not the best at developing. We'll see. We'll see. Kyle Anthony at 15. Um, we've got an Australian in top 20. Josh Green. I don't know too much about him. Went to yeah, Dallas. Not familiar Bigger with guy. Him. I think he's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, okay. Wing. Yep. Um, Sadiq Bay, Good player. He's a wing. Went to Brooklyn at 19. I think he's going to be not a sleeper, but like he'll be a good player. Mm-hmm. He dr- went at 19, but he's good enough to go at 11. Yep. Sometimes that's all you need. Like, if you can draft a player which is just good, that's fine. As long as they don't drop out of the league. Exactly, exactly. Um, at 20 to the Miami Heat, we have Precious. Precious Precious Achua. Yes. I talked about him. Yeah. The best athlete a in this draft. Freak, man. Freak, freak athlete. Um, went at 20 to the Miami Heat. 21? This guy dropped a lot more than I thought. This guy, yeah. I expect top 10 or maybe 11 or 12 is Tyrese Maxey. Yep. Went at 21 to Philadelphia. Interesting. He's a point guard, can shoot, can pass, so it's just good for Philly. Yeah. A backup point guard. Yeah. But it's just interesting. He dropped a lot. So clearly, teams saw something in tryouts that they didn't like. Yeah. Um, what else we got in here? 24, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Hit me with it. I don't want to say Hit it. Hit me with it. Denver traded to get RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton in my opinion, has been the most disappointing player in this draft. He went to the NBL with LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball was a standout. RJ Hampton made the NBL players look great. Like, for whatever reason, that boy struggled. He was meant to be... He was meant to be a lottery pick early on. Like, yeah, they, they thought, expected like, he could top 20. be lottery, yeah. yeah. And he just... I don't see anything with that kid anymore. I don't. Clearly Denver do. Yeah. Because if they traded to get him, it's not like they picked him because they had to pick a couple spots before, but they traded for they him. They saw something. They saw something. Like, maybe there is. It's just I everything I've seen with RJ Hampton is he's just gotten worse and worse. Absolutely. But Denver have a really good track record of drafting. I trust 
Denver. So maybe it works out. You guys tend to draft some weird people lately. Like, Bobo was an interesting one. I mean, he was kind of a steal for where you got him. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what's your MPJ? Was an, is a very interesting player. He's got a lot of growing to do. But maybe he just fits that mold where he's an interesting player, because he is, and maybe you make it work. Absolutely. We also draft another European, which we'll talk about later on. But um, Tyrell Terry also dropped as well. Tyrell Terry was expected to go top 20, went 31. Jesus. Um... Who else we got in here? Jaden McDaniels dropped as well. Vernon Carey Jr. was a Duke guy, went 32nd. Um, there was another interesting one. Probably Trey Jones. Was Trey Jones, your boy, dropped to 41. That's my boy. But he went to the Spurs, so that's, yeah. that's positive. They have like eight guards now, and I don't know what they're doing. They need to move off some of these boys. Uh, yeah. So um, a player that was highly talked about in high school dropped off a fair bit in college, but I didn't think he dropped off this much, was uh, the best passer in this draft, most likely, and Nico Mannion. Mm-hmm. Um, went to 48 in the draft. I've, I've heard his name a lot in this yeah, draft. Yeah, he's very hyped. He was like a mixtape high school player. And it's weird to see him drop that that much. I haven't paid attention to his college thing that much. Um, I wasn't super high on him, but I didn't expect him to go near the end of the second round. Yeah. Um, like maybe early second. Yeah. At the most, not late. But there was a lot of drops I saw. But but like the drops for who? Because a lot of these other people which went up, Yeah, I don't really see it. But that's what I mean. Like we see... People, we can see workout videos on. We see what we're allowed to. But yeah, when they're when you're speaking with the kids, when you're seeing them work out, train, and actually want to play for you, that's a different thing. And that's why I think maybe it worked out for RJ Hampton. Yeah, he seems to me RJ, where he he would look better in a training facility because I've seen him, I've in like NBL games, he looks flustered. He, he doesn't look confused, but he looks afraid. It looks like he's, he's anxious inside being on the big stage because now eyes are on him. When, mm. you, when you hear the name RJ Hampton last year in the NBA, it was, uh, NBL, sorry, it was, okay, he's come from the US. He's the import. Yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. import player. He's got to have something good and he wasn't. And I feel like maybe he's, he's great when all the cameras are off and he's, he's playing in the training facility when he's on the court. I don't see... And, and I think that's why some of these players get taken ahead of other players because... And, and, and some of those highlight players, like 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 Obi Toppin, for example, he's definitely a highlight player mm-hmm. and he's a great player, but maybe he doesn't look as great and as versatile in a training facility doing all these little niche things. Maybe. Maybe that's why some drop, some go up. That's all I can suspect because I'm not there in the training facility yeah. and watching these tryouts and things like that. Yeah. I, it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. You might be right. Might be wrong. We'll never, only time will tell. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Lamelo jack 30 to 40 shots a game. Yeah, so that is essentially the recap of the draft. Um, this went for a bit longer than I expected. We've gone for like 40 minutes. All right. Well, we got to touch quickly on all the trades. Yeah. Some notable so, ones, I guess. I won't touch on the small yeah. ones. So go over the trades. I'll, I'll need your you help. I'll need your help. Trades and signings. I'm going to give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down real quickly. If there's anything we want to touch on a bit more, we'll talk about it, but we'll try yep. to rapid fire these lightning yes. round. Right. Well, it we'll, is thunderstorming right now. It so is. it is a lightning round. If you can hear it, if, if you can hear some, some cracking going on in the background, that's thunder. Um, so I'm going to keep, I'm going to start this spicy. This isn't a trade thing, but it's a potential one because this is how much, how much heat has been happening. Heat. There's so much heat. So James Harden turned down $50 million player option. This is how spicy the offseason's been. We thought 
that the Rockets would try and run stuff back. Yeah. It's obvious James Harden's going to go. Westbrook's going to go. They got rid of Covington. Yeah. Um, PJ Tucker's to, gone. Yeah. So they're making making moves. Jeff Green's gone. Austin Rivers is gone. Yes. Um, now, so, I want to say a couple words. Hit me with it. No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I want him at Brooklyn. I think he's going to go. Because that would complete my trifecta of my boys. Yeah. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Jeff Green. <laughs> you, see, you thought Irving. Yeah, every, no, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the listeners thought Kyrie Irving. No, it's Jeff Green. So yeah, Jeff Green is, is signed one year If they can get two deal. of my favorite players in the same fucking team again, yeah, but they're, they're, they're older versions, they're better versions. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm a Brooklyn fan. Um, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. That's how the free agency started. If this could happen. This almost like, happened, and it still yeah. could happen. So they've got, so far, Brooklyn have the pieces in place. They got Jeff Green to entice James Harden, I guess. Come to uncle. Yeah, so um, Ricky Rubio is now with um, OKC. No. He was initially. Was. Now he's back with the Timberwolves. Back with the Timberwolves. So that's just 2009, back yep. again. Um, so at this time, I'm going through the, the early, the start, and then we'll lead up. Uh, What's his name? Phoenix got rid of Ubre Jr. They're now he's now with OKC. Um, OKC got Ty Jerome from Phoenix. Um, they also got Jalen uh, Lackey, which I'm not Lecou. too familiar with. Jalen Lackey, yep. Lackey, yeah, Lackey. Phoenix have one of made so many good moves. They got Chris Paul. They got and Christopher Paulson. That's wild to me. Yeah, is now they've got a because Rubio was a huge upgrade. Yeah. to Bledsoe, and now they've upgraded. Even yeah. more. It's like, it's like they've gone Super Saiyan 2 yeah, yeah. with this. He is going to be phenomenal. He's got something to prove. They know they can make the playoffs. They, they, they're trying to keep Devin Booker. Yes. like, look, we'll get you Chris Paul. Yep. They even got Abdel Nader, which is something <laughs> back up, I guess. But Chris Paul is, is one of the biggest moves this offseason. He'll be the biggest. And I want, I mean, if James Harden moves, that's going to be the yeah, biggest. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, if Harden um, moves, that's the biggest. Chris Paul's got something to prove. Just that, to say that he can still do it. Because um, it definitely wasn't a fluke what happened in OKC. This, no. That's just pure Chris Paul being Chris Paul. But I want him to get back to the playoffs. And I want to see how dominant him, a Chris Paul Booker, and Devin Booker, and Aiton can be. Yeah, That three, I'm super, super excited to see. So that's how it started. That was November 16th. Yeah. And we're, we're a few days it's fucking wild. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, the Knicks have waived a bunch of players. They actually got rid of Alfred Payton, Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington, all waived by the Knicks. Good. So they're obviously making thumbs moves. up. I have three thumbs up. I love that shit. Thumbs yeah. up. Um, Bucks waived Urson Ilyasova, which I think thumbs yes, up. It was time. Um, Quinn Cook got waived by LA. Thumbs this day, middle. I think it's fine because the pieces we got later on, which I'll talk about, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, that was in anticipation. Yeah. Um, Pistons got, uh, I fucking pronounce the name, Darzen, Darzen Musa from Brooklyn Nets. Dra- think, is it Drazen or Darzen? Uh, D-Z-A-N-A-N. I don't know how to Dazan? pronounce that. Darzen? We'll go to Darzen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever it is. Um, eh. They got Rodney Magruder as well from no. the Clippers. That was part of that Thumbs trade. Down. I don't like Magruder. I don't think he's a good player. No. Um, I don't like Musa. Brooklyn got Bruce Bowen, Landry Shamet eh. from the Clippers as That's well. That's big. Huge. Because Shamit's actually a really good I didn't good hear player. about that. Yeah, that one kind of went under the radar with everything going on. So Shamit's Shamit a good player. From the Clippers to Brooklyn, fantastic move, I think. Yeah, um, 100%. As we mentioned earlier, Clippers got Luke Kennard and Ugh. Justin Patton. The fact that they Pistons lost Luke Kennard's a huge hit when they just drafted Killian Hayes. So 
who knows how that's going to go. Um, what's some other big ones? Admiral Schofield, the best name in the NBA, is now with the OKC, so you know that's a good thing. Um, Philly got Seth Curry. They've made moves. Yes. They don't play around. No, 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 no. Daryl Morey does not wait for no. no one. He straight away got is just getting players left and right, and Seth Curry is exactly what they need. They need a ball handler, which is competent, but mainly a shooter. Yeah. Because Melton's fine, but he's not a shooter at his core. Yeah. And Seth Curry is. He's one of the best shooters in the league. I'm surprised that Dallas didn't try and retain him because I feel like he worked really, really well in Dallas. Yeah, he did. He definitely was a big contribution as to why their offensive rating was so high. Mm -hmm. But for Philly to pick this up, and I know he's not the best player in the league, but it's a it's what Philly needs. It's the pieces they need. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like when we were speaking about earlier, what pieces I fucking fit. love Daryl Morey. Yeah. He's a, he works quick. Yeah. And, and I don't play around. I'm shit, here to yeah. I'm here to do business. Um part of this trade was Dallas Mavericks received Josh Richardson yep. from Philly. Josh Richardson's a fine player. Yep. He doesn't excel in any, any one thing. Good jack of all trades, just didn't work out in Philly. Yeah. So I feel like he, he would be great coming off the bench potentially because I think Tim Hardaway Jr. solidified that role as a starter. Yeah. I think he's a good scorer. So who knows? Um, OKC got Danny Green. We traded him. Uh, we got, Lakers that is, got one of my, my biggest boys, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, thumbs up big, for Lakers. Big, fan. He is going to be coming off the bench. That's phenomenal. I love it. Or you yeah. can start him if you want, but I think he'll be great coming off the bench. Um, let's see. Golden State waived Kai Bowman. Yep. Fine. Actually, I'm surprised by that. I think Bowman did fine. They've got they're As, making moves. Yeah, I mean they they have to, especially with Clay Thompson now down, unfortunately. Um, Memphis Grizzlies Memphis Grizzlies got Mario Hazonia from Portland. Yeah, I think that's. I think it'd be better if it wasn't Memphis because Memphis are kind of still gonna have to fight. Really, they're a fringe really hard. team, yeah. Fringe yeah, they're team. a fringe team. Um, OKC got James Johnson, who I'm I'm still is surprised in the league. Um, on this day, it's when Minnesota then acquired Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio from OKC. Yep. Um, how do you how do you feel about that? Just quickly, so Ricky Rubio back to Minnesota. Ricky Rubio, you have Cat. He's going to be coming off the bench because Delo's starting. Anthony Edwards. And it'll be Delo, Anthony Edwards, someone, someone, Cat. So you so you think Rubio will be off the bench? Okay, interesting. What, what are you going to start him? I would start Rubio, I think. Over D'Lo? No, I've run D'Lo at the two. Like, it's not ideal. Nothing about this team's ideal, though. On, no, I think you have Rubio coming off the bench for your second squad to okay. with Malik Beasley. It's a lot of money for a bench player. Yeah, well. He's making $70 million. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Look, agree to disagree. I, li- I like if it. If you start Anthony Edwards at the wing run out, the three, he's going to get eaten alive. I Everyone on that team's getting eaten alive defensively. There is Yeah, but on like, offense as well. Look, I don't think Anthony Edwards should start, especially with everything which has he come should. out. He should. I I don't know. I feel like Minnesota have a history, especially with their coaching staff, running guys into the ground which should not be played right now. And I think Jack Cobb is another one of those. They really have tried to run him at the point. And I don't feel like at his core that's what he's best at as a floor general. They need to run him more as a catch and shoot, maybe a slasher. And they've actually got a phenomenal point guard in Rubio. I actually am a big fan of Rubio. Like I said, he improved go, uh, Phoenix. Pass first, floor general. Can shoot, can defend. Yeah. Like, I, I like Rubio. It's a, it's a great pick. Um, like, Rubio is like... If I was to... Rubio is a passer and a defender first, where D'Lo is a scorer and a passer first. Yes. 
And you could probably run them both at the same time, put Dealer at two, but I wouldn't put Edwards. I think they will. Three. I think closing out games, that's what oh, they might Closing go games, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what will happen. But you'll still have Dealer with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Um, Detroit got Dwayne Dedman from Atlanta. Thumbs down. Um, Atlanta got Tony Snell whoop de doo the best workout videos I've ever seen in the gym that means Tony Snell straight buckets but that's about it um, Chicago Bulls re-signed Denzel Valentine if that matters to you no he's not good I like <laughs> him he's an alright spotter shooter but he's not good yeah. um, Rajon Rondo signed with Atlanta Hawks for 15 mil that's big two years that's huge helps Trey a lot yes that's the thing it's now I'm excited for Trey because he hasn't he obviously has direction, but I need him to get better defensively and as a floor general. And we're talking about one of the best floor generals the game's seen. One of the smartest players yes. in the in the history of the league. At the moment, I think he's only second to Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love it. He's proven, Rondo's proven to be sneaky, phenomenal, still one of the best and smartest point guards in the league at what he does. He's not a starting point guard, but he's best no. at what he does. And this is a really clever pickup from Atlanta. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy to see it. Van Vliet uh, took up his... Resigned. Yeah, yeah, resigned. Good. Uh, it was $145 million in the last year. It's a player option as well. He earned it. Um, he earned it. I think it's actually a, a decent deal for what they're trying to do. They, they've got to just get better and better and better. Good. He's, on, uh, he's not too old. No, no, he's believe. fine. Uh, Bobby Portis is joining Milwaukee on a two-year deal. <laughs> it's questionable. I want to vomit. Fuck Bobby Portis. And I think they've had to do that because of the whole debacle which is going on with the the deal centered around Bogdan. Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah. So Bogdanovich, and the reason why I can't talk about it too much is because it, it's up in the air right now. And I don't know what the fuck happened. So people did some snooping. So like, I know, but I don't. It's so confusing. So Bogdanovich was meant to do a, a sign and trade to Milwaukee. Did know that, yeah. And they were meant to... And it was meant to be huge. And then all of a sudden, everyone was coming out and saying, you know what, that deal's off the books. Bogdanovich doesn't want that. He wants to test free agency. So he's not doing a sign and trade. And then all of a sudden, all these players, which they were going to trade to um, Sacramento, just wasn't working out. And it was up in the air. And apparently, the last three times we've had issues with players saying that they're signing somewhere for like a sign and trade or whatever and they, they don't for whatever reason, mm. it's been because they've all been with the same one same agent. Same agent. I did hear yes. that. And that's super weird to me because I, I can't recall you ever where a situation has happened three times in a row with their one of their best players, with some of their best players in that agency and messing the team around. That's really, really bad. Oh. And I think... Everything I've heard from his camp is that he does want to play in Milwaukee. I don't, they don't know where these rumors are coming from. But if that was the case, why is this still not done already? Yeah. It's a weird thing because they were going in on Drew Holiday, which is in the works. And Bogdanovich is in the works while retaining Middleton. Yeah. Which I think is crucial. Yeah, absolutely. And that would like push Elevate this them. team to like now maybe they can make the conference finals. And, and get somewhere. Maybe. Like, I can't say they win the chip. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having a four good squad roster? Maybe they can make the yeah. conference finals with the two-time reigning MVP. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I've got I to gotta be real with it. Oh, I just... I just makes me laugh. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, keep going. But yeah, that's... It's an interesting situation they've got there. Yeah. So, like, throughout the Drew Holiday talks, throughout the Bogdanovich talks of while retaining their best players... All they've had to get so far is Bobby Portis. Yeah. Wesley Matthews has signed with the Lakers, another one of my boys. I love it. So, so far, the Lakers have, have managed to get Wesley Matthews, 
and Schroeder. And also, one of the biggest steals, in my opinion, is Montrose Harrell. Six man of the year, yeah. He's yeah. only getting nine million a year. Yeah, it is a steal. For a two-year deal. And that kind of happened out of nowhere. I wasn't anticipating the Lakers to be able to pick up such a great player for such a cheap price. Mm. I think any team getting him is a fantastic deal. He provides energy off the bench. Mm. And Schroeder is, was the runner-up sixth man of the year. He provides scoring and a bull handle. They're going to be a good combo off the bench yes. piece. And even Wesley Matthews. Say what you want about him. I think he's a great guy. He's a great veteran. Again, coming off the bench. Yes. Catch and shoot. Like you, you, you're building a good bench squad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, and touching on the, the Bucks as well is Pat Connaughton is returning to the Bucks as well on a three-year deal. Good young player. 16 mil, three-year deal. Great freaking deal. For him. For him. And yeah. the Bucks, like considering you actually do need to retain him. He's not amazing, but hopefully by the end of his contract, he's earned yeah. that money. He's like, he's one of those players which a team can rely on mm-hmm. and, and do his job. Because he's a great ball handler. He's, he's not a great scorer. He's not a great defender. He's a hustle guy. But I think for that three years, $16 million. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's not bad. Because right now, the team, they're blowing up the team. For like, but keeping their best players, blowing up the rest and trying to get better players back. You do need to have some players which aren't the best of the best on that team, but still know how the team works. So it can help everyone else on that team that's signed for the veteran minimum, the mid-level exception. I think Connaughton helps in that regard. Yeah. So it's, it's a good one. Um, probably the worst contract right now, Gordon Hayward to the Charlotte Hornets, four years, 120 million. Oh, you're skipping to that. I'm just going right to it because that's what I've got. Guaranteed all four-year deals, by the way. No team option, no player option. That's guaranteed money. Yeah. And that is wild to me. It shocked everyone else more than it shocked me. And I don't know why you're not shocked. Charlotte. Maybe because it's Charlotte. You're right. It's Charlotte. If it was any other team, I would be shocked out my ass. But it's fucking Charlotte. This is Nick (laughs) Batum, Terry Rozier money. You get slapped. And, Charlotte? And then they slap again. You say, didn't expect that one. You get slapped again. You've been slapped three times. Why are you that? Charlotte shocked? isn't an abusive spouse. They are. It, it treats you poorly, abuses you emotionally, physically, promises it'll change. You know, let's get rid of Batum. You know, let's draft Lamelo. We, we've got a scorer now. The best of the best we draft. We didn't draft a big, tall, white center we draft Another the best, of the best. We didn't draft Yo, the He's lucky there wasn't a Plumley in this <laughs> no, draft. No Plumley, no hands, bro. They got the best of the best in Lamelo Ball at the time. Oh, my hands, bro. Like, yeah. But then, so they got rid of Batum and they're like, best I'm, college baby, player in the baby, country. I'm, I'm going to change. I'm changing for the better, you know? And then they do this shit. And I was like, no, the you haven't changed kick. at all, Jordan. Michael, you haven't changed. This is just the same shit. He's white. He's white. He cash. fits half the bill. He's six seven, so I guess he's tall. <laughs> I don't know. Like this, he's deal, taller than Jordan. You're you're right. This this shouldn't be a surprise. Why are you shocked? Because I I believed in him, <laughs> and I shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have. As soon as I saw the mellow, okay, best of the best. They got rid of it to him. Okay, I'm, they're doing something. It just had to be. But Hayward. at the same time, like, what the fuck else are they, they going to do with that money? There were rumors. What are they going to do with that money? There were rumors that they were going to get Westbrook, and there was mutual interest, which I believe. And I'm like, still not a great decision. That's, a, that's worse. The Gordon Hayward deal is way better. I don't... The Gordon Hayward deal doesn't make sense because he doesn't bring anyone else. If you get Westbrook, you at least entice some other players. Who? Some other fucking Tell me. players. Scorers. Who? You can get a Luke Tell Kennard. Which no. Like, no, you can't. Luke Kennard would rather play with Westbrook than Gordon Hayward, who's still 
doesn't know what he's doing with his injuries. No one's going to fucking Charlotte. No one's going to Charlotte. But it's a step in the right direction. I would prefer none of this. I would prefer wave Batum, hold the money, or sign someone to hold a one-year... Hold the money year, for what? Or sign one, two-year deals. This is a guaranteed four-year deal. This is horrendous. Does it matter? This sucks. I it's not, because it doesn't Michael, matter. It should, though. As If you're a Charlotte fan... This should matter. If this happened to your team, this would piss you off. I'm not a Charlotte fan by any extent. All if right? we just signed Gordon Hayward. If you signed Gordon Hayward to a guaranteed $120 million deal, yeah, you would fine. be pissed off. No, I wouldn't. You're fucking weird. I'm not. You're weirding me out right now. Because <laughs> Jeremy Grant just got a big deal. Yeah. Three, was it three years, $60 million, 20 mil every year? Yeah. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Gordon Hayward just got 120 million guaranteed. They're not getting get... anyone else. And if we went to Denver, we're not getting anyone else. It doesn't mean you have to lock yourself in for four years. Fuck for it. Shit. No, don't. You said that about it. Philly and they don't fixed it. They fixed it. it. You don't do it. This, how are you? Like, as a fan, this is a horrendous deal. Gordon Hayward's a good player. He's like, if you sign him to 40, 60 million. Great. You sign him for double of what he's worth. Guaranteed money. What else is happening with the money? What else is happening with the money? This is what I'm saying. Generally, if you're holding on to money because the next year or two, huge free agency. This is where the big boys come out. Yeah. Where you throw all the money. You get tip drill money. You do that. You make it rain. Tip drill money. But you don't... Four years guaranteed means you are now locked into a max deal with this. And after that Nothing's four locked years, in. you're locked in with Hayward. Trade! Every but contract you, that's been awful has been fucking traded. But you have faith. So you're saying you now have faith that they can make a good deal from no. this. No. Exactly. This is why I'm concerned. Is because they have now the biggest track record to make shit deal after shit deal after shit deal. I, I hate it. If this was a two-year deal, sign him to 120 million in two years. I don't give a fuck. Give him 60 million a year. That's fine. He's off the books by the time free agency really matters. Four years of this guaranteed shit. It's not even a team option for the fourth year. It's guaranteed money. I hate this deal. It's just, I'm just angry because Charlotte have been through enough. They lost Kemba Walker because they fucked him over. The fans aren't bad fans. Have you ever heard of shitty Charlotte fans? I don't know any Charlotte fans. Because they're too afraid to speak up. This shit keeps happening to him. They just get slapped around by Michael Jordan day in, day out. He's turkey slapping them. It doesn't... Like, they have to take it. And I just... This deal sucks. It's the worst deal. People are going nuts over the Jeremy Grant deal. It's a fine deal. No, you had to pay no. him. The, you had to pay him that. We had money. to pay him. Doesn't mean it's a fine deal. It's it's whatever. Some team was going to pay him twenty million a year. The Gordon Hayward deal sucks, but it doesn't matter. Look, the Jeremy Grant deal sucks, but it doesn't matter. It we does had because, to pay it. I mean, yes, but it doesn't matter because you guys are actually a great team. It you might matter to it. us. Yes. Now, th- this is what it's all relative. Like this, te- it's like they took a step forward in getting rid of Batum. And drafting Lamelo, and took seven steps back. With this is how I feel about it. And generally, I don't get this heated with certain deals because I'm like, you know what? It's fine. You know, if if New York want to do something, that's fine. I, I still know there are pieces there they can work with, and they're always gonna be high in the draft and actually gonna like RJ Barrett's a good pick, and they've drafted mm. some okay players. But I just 
I, I just feel so bad for Charlotte that this this is going to be the biggest player they, they sign. This year? This is the biggest player they're going to sign this year. Yeah. And you, you know what? It's going to be the biggest player they sign next year. This is like this is someone they've now got to do. Yeah. It's scary, Terry. Do you think they would have got someone big next year if they didn't sign Gordon Hayward this year? Potentially. Like, if, if you can have... Who the fuck good look, is going okay. to Charlotte? Let, let's be honest, though. Westbrook is one of the biggest players in the league. Always yeah. has been. Yeah. And he has shown interest in Charlotte. Yeah. He obviously hasn't signed. He's probably not going to. He's not going to now. But the fact that we know players have certain interests in teams. We just saw a rookie, 19-year-old rookie, say, I'm only playing for Sacramento. Weird shit happens. That's an outlier. Yeah. I know, but there, there are outliers in the league. And I'm not, I'm not saying nothing is going to happen. The league has proven anything can happen. Okay, well, let's say, imagine this. Happens. They didn't sign Gordon Hayward. Close your eyes for me. Get, get your okay. visual, my, my visual thing. Closed. They didn't sign Gordon Hayward this mm-hmm. year. They just got a role player or two. Yes. Going into the 2020-2021 season, they're fucking awful. Good. They should they're be. They're shit. They should be. Going oh. into the next off season, yep. they're shit and no one wants to play for them. If you throw that much money at certain players, they'll sign. Charlotte is never going to be a championship contender. Never. They're not a destination that teams want to play for unless they draft LeBron James. They are not a championship contender. In my mind, I'm trying to get into Charlotte's head. We're showing other players around the league that we're throwing money to try and make the team good. Okay. Them going into this year, they'll do better than they did last year. Because the good players are looking at this like, why would you waste that much money on Gordon Hayward? That's a mismanagement of, of salary. They, they, we're never going to know, but I doubt they would have got fucking anyone next year. I think there are just certain players you throw that much money. And I'm, I'm not saying you've got your, your what, upper what, echelon players. What great player. Let me talk. You've got, you've got your upper echelon players, all right? Your LeBron James, your James Harden and whatnot, all right? They are not going to Charlotte. Yeah. But you've got your guys like Bradley Beal, which want fucking money, and they'll play anywhere. He re-signed with Washington. It doesn't matter. Bradley Beal is a drastically different player from Gordon Haywood. Mm-hmm. He's a superstar player. Correct. But he doesn't need to win all the time. It's proven because he's re-signed with Washington. There are players like that, like Westbrook, which can just be a superstar, but go where the money is. But that's what separates them from the upper echelon of your James Harden, of your LeBron James, of your Kawhi Leonard. They... They get their money, but they go where they want to win. And I feel like Charlotte can do that. But if they lock themselves into these situations where now you're locked out of the eighth seed okay. for this shit. This is why I'm angry because you, any team, any time can get a great player if you throw enough money at them to try and make that eighth seed, to try sell tickets. Gordon Hayward's not selling tickets. Scary Terry's not selling tickets. No. The, the, the only place selling tickets on that freaking team is LaMelo. And that's a <laughs> yeah. rookie. Yeah. And it's not even a Zion or anything like that. That's no. just a generic rookie. So I, like you mentioned Bradley Bill. I think Bradley Bill is going to look to win, leave and win. But I don't see, I can't think of any other players around Bradley Bill's level. Not many players yeah. are at that level. Well, but that- I can't think of many around that would that are willing to go to Charlotte for the money. No, there, there's not a lot of them. Like, like, there's not a lot of players like Bradley Bill that will re-sign with Washington. I think this is his last time. I think he's yeah. going to win. But like, I, there are certain players that are really, really good. You look at your, your guys like, like Kevin Martin back when he was in his prime. He was a phenomenal scorer. He won where the money was. You know, there, there are players like that which are superstar scorers, go where the money is. Charlotte just needs someone like that. What if Westbrook still signs to Charlotte? 
They've got the cash. Fine. They, then do it, do it. But like I'm, what's done is done with this Gordon Hayward thing. And it's just, to me, it's damaging because it shows these, these players that this is just a huge mismanagement of their salary. It shows that they're locked potentially out of the really exciting coming free agency periods if they start doing this shit again, signing another Batum and Biombo and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It just, the, the worst thing about this is it shows that they haven't learned anything. No, they haven't. And that is the most frustrating thing about this. It's not like, because like I said, Gordon Howe is not a bad player. No, he's not. He's a good player. He's a fringe all-star. Yeah. He like, he's still around that level. It's just, you need to make better moves than this. Like there are teams which are patient. They don't jump on, we're a second day of free agency, essentially. Yeah. That's, that's what screams bad to me. It's day two of free agency. Yeah. Like no one's heard anything about Anthony Davis. No. He is an unrestricted free agent. Okay, he's, he's mentioned nothing. All he's said this year is... He goes is, to Charlotte. <laughs> you have to eat this keyboard. Oh, uh, I don't know. He but, gets lured to Charlotte by Gordon Hayward. You have to eat dirt. If Yes. All right, I'll do that. If, if <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Reason, I, I, I swear, I swear to God, if for whatever reason, Anthony Davis signs with Charlotte, any kind of deal, a one-year deal, I don't care, 10-day contract, I'll eat dirt. God, because that's never happened. Like that, he's an upper echelon player. Where it's like, can you imagine? I've won the chip. Now I want to go chill with Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> There's just yeah that that's me. I don't know if there are any other big trades you wanted to touch on. Signings, yeah. Yeah, signings. Do do some um, signings because Roko's gone. Roko's gone, which was the first indication that they weren't going to run it back with Harden. PJ Tucker it wants out, or is he gone? I think he wants out. I don't think he's gone yet. He wants out. Um, oh, there was more. Horford's gone. Somehow, yeah, they move. Murray's made some big trades. He doesn't. He team. doesn't mess around. He doesn't mess around, and I love that shit. I, I absolutely adore it. Um, he and he said Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are staying together. Yeah, which is We're ballsy. Fixing it. That's ballsy. Yeah, he. I think what the biggest thing out of that is he's got to make Ben Simmons shape up. He's he's got a plan. Yeah, he wouldn't make it. these moves without a plan. One of the best GMs in the league. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's more we need to talk about, but we're forgetting. There's some smaller ones, like the bigger ones I think I've already touched on. You already did. Because um, yeah. there's, there's, there's crazy ones, like the Chris Paul one shook the league a bit. We're still waiting on Drew Holiday. We're still waiting on Bogdanovich. We're still waiting on, um, on James Harden yeah. and, and Westbrook. The, and the bigger like, ones we're still waiting on, and a trade could happen at any moment. Yeah. Like free agents, we know the free agents going in, but the, a trade could happen at... Any moment. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, we haven't heard anything about. Yeah, he's a restricted free agent, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Joe Harris resigned. Oh, yeah, Joe, oh, Joe Harris and Bertans. They're yep. the two shooters of the of uh, this free agency. They've both resigned with their respective teams. Um, Bertans got, I think it was like an eighty-five million dollar five-year deal. Five-year deal shook me. I didn't think he'd get signed for a five-year deal. Um, Joe Harris got signed. I think it was a three or four-year deal for around eighty million. So he's getting he's getting paid, um, but yeah, they're with the same teams, I believe. Um, they're getting paid a lot of money, but shooters this day and age are going to get paid a lot. Okay, you're gra- so Tyler's grasping his mouth right now. Something's happened. Is there a Woj bomb? No, I just didn't notice this would have happened overnight. Jeremy Grant to the Pistons for sixty million dollars. Oh wow! So Jeremy Grant signed with Denver and then got flipped for cash, sixty million. No, no. Signed for the Pistons. Oh, wait. 
He signed with the Pistons. Yes. Holy I'm fucking, shit. I'm heartbroken. Wow. We just lost him. So this is After happened, we just ranted about it. This has happened, I think, three times. This free agency. So Dwight Howard signed with LA. Like all the news says he signed with LA for a one-year deal. And then signed elsewhere. So Warren obviously re-signed. I'm heartbroken now, dude. He was so good. It was a great hit. Went in for perfectly. one year. It was perfect. Um, this makes up for Canard, though. Let's be honest. It does for Pistons. Yeah. It does for Pistons. It helps them a lot. Tyler's heartbroken. I get it. I would be too. Um, some other unrestricted free agents that haven't announced. Serge Barca, Mark Sol, KCP. Paul Millsap, one mil, one mil deal. One, one year, 10 mil with yeah, Denver. Deal. That's a good deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I didn't think he'd re-sign for one year. I'm happy with that because he's... I feel like he's getting older, so we only want him for like one year at a time. Yeah. I'm happy he re-signed. I thought he would have signed for a few years just to solidify that money. You didn't mention Jay Crowder going to Phoenix? Oh, yeah. One-year deal. Yeah. Very, no, no, very, no, 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 no. It was no. two-year cheap. Three. Three-year, 30 million. It was under 30. Nope, 30 million. I read an article this morning. It was just under 30. I'm looking at CBS currently. It says 30 mil. Okay. Um, that's a steal for Jay Crowder, but he didn't retain him. Yeah, that Which hurts is, them. Yes, very, very much, because he was crucial. That, that hurts big for the Suns. Yep. Um, Aaron Baines is an unrestricted free agent. He should sign back to Phoenix. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Aaron Baines. He should probably. re-sign, considering they got Jay Crowder, Chris Paul. Yeah. But uh, Derek Favors going back to Utah. Which I'm so happy with. Jordan Clarkson back to Utah. Yes, Utah, uh, they know what they're doing. And I'm excited for it, because Derek Favors definitely needs to be back in Utah. Mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson, Spark Clyde. He got paid. He got overpaid. Four year, fifty two. What can you do? You need him. Um, Derek Jones Jr. to Portland. Yes, which I'm a fan of because they need defenders on the wing. J. Michael Green to Denver. Oh, I like J. Michael Green. Ugh. I like him. Hey, he's like Jeremy Grant Light. Light, light, light. Yeah, I mean he's not a bad player. Yeah, he is. Um, Rodney Hood <laughs> resigned to Portland. Mo Harkless to the Heat. Alfred Payton resigned. With Knicks. Oh, he got waived and then he got signed for last year. Five mil. That's DJ really Augustine to Bucks. <laughs> Avery Bradley to the Heat. Yeah, two-year deal, I believe. Trey Burke to Dallas. Means nothing. Chris Dunn to Atlanta. He's Michael Carter-Williams yeah. re-signed, two-year deal. Mason Plumley to, to, to Detroit. The, the exciting, not exciting thing, geez, that's definitely the wrong, wrong use of words. The weird thing about Atlanta is, so they've got Trey Young, okay? Yeah. Superstar. Chris Dunn is, is, is cleaning the toilets. He's actually signed as the janitor. They got Rondo, one of the most clever point guards ever, to, to, to guide uh, Trey Young. But then they also got Chris Dunn, which does the opposite. I don't know what that is. It's, it's the, the angel and the devil on his shoulder. Hey, do you want to come watch film with me? Or hey, do you want to come <laughs> snort crack with me? Smoke it's, crack. It's like, two, two, it's like you and I in the front office, right? For Atlanta. And it's like, all right, we'll do Rondo. Only if we also get Chris Dunn. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how the conversation must have gone. So I mentioned Plumlee to Detroit. Uh, yep. Three year, 25 mil. I think that's a good one. They just lost steal. Christian Woods. So yeah. sure, they got a versatile, reliable D- center. Dwight to Philly. Yes. So that, that's another one of those situations where he signed with LA, then all of a sudden signed with Philly. Garrett Temple to Chicago. Who fucking cares? Garrett Temple. I like Garrett Temple. Um, Mello agreed to a new deal. That's all it says. Yeah, I've been waiting on the, the news of that because Portland have just got a bunch of wings in his position, which will 
generally be starting over him and playing more minutes than him. So I don't know what the deal, uh, the details of the deal is yet. Robin Lopez to uh, Washington. <clears throat> Which doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Here's one that shocked me. Josh Jackson to Detroit. Did that shock you? Why the fuck is anyone signing Josh Jackson? For a minimum, I guess. Just said agreed to a new deal. Yeah. He's 23. He this really worked himself ahead of the league God, real quick. Yeah, he's, it feels like his drama in the league has been going on for like eight years. The bro God re-signed two-year yeah. 20 mil. That one shocked me because yeah. he got zero minutes yeah. with Miami and then somehow fleeced them for $20 million. That's all so far. <laughs> Bro, the Jeremy Graham one is honestly deflated. That's, that's probably the biggest bomb, this one, I've heard because I saw I'll everything. Check Woj, but... He signed three years, $60 million to Denver. Yeah. So yeah, throughout this podcast, I guess, we have now learned that he was... Instead, signing with Detroit. Hang on, I Woj actually just put a thing up about it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Denver has pulled the qualifying offer for Tory Craig. Oh, it's for Tory Craig. Okay, Tory Craig's a good player. I like. Yeah, him. we pulled our offer, so now it makes him an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, we're not going to value Craig, but ran out of roster spots for him. No. What? No. What is going on? Fuck. Denver are going through a midlife crisis right now. That's what it feels like. Uh, Hawks are determined. This is all from Woj's Twitter, by the way. I'm just going to read the interesting stuff. Hawks are determined to get better defensively in the back rotation, bringing on Rondo and Chris Dunn on two-year deals. (laughs) Chris Dunn. (laughs) Uh, I'm so gutted. Yeah. So, if Oh, Gary Clark. Did you like Gary Clark? No. Okay. It's Gary Trent you like. Yeah, Gary Trent Jr. is great. Um, But he's going to be with um, Portland. But uh, so if you're a Detroit fan, this is really good and big news for you. You picked up Jeremy Grant. You've upgraded from Luke Kennard to Jeremy Grant and you've got Killian Hayes to work with him. That's really... They're so different players, Jeremy Grant and Luke Kennard. Overall, talent-wise, I think that's an upgrade. Yeah. And I think Jeremy Grant works better with Killian Hayes. Currently, Luke Kennard has a huge upside, but it's all potential. Yes. And he's been one that's very, very slow to... To get to where he should be. Yeah. Um, whereas Jeremy Grant, hopefully... He made a big leap this year. Yeah. Oh, we also... Steven Adams is going to um, New Orleans. Oh, yeah. They're doing a whole... whole Thunder received George Hill, Hill, Darius Miller, and a, our, the Denver's first round pick. Yep. There's <sighs> so much to keep track of, man. It's all over the place. Denver traded the 2023 protected first round pick to New Orleans for the rights to RJ Hampton. And yeah. that pick is headed to OKC through yeah. the Stephen Adams. Deal. Yeah, so we essentially oh, first I'm, round pick we traded for <laughs> fucking RJ. I'm I'm waiting for the dust to settle and all these moves to start solidify, to start to solidify because I feel like there are still players that are signing being moved, some signing trades. Like I said, the whole thing with Jeremy Grant going to Denver, but it's no, all it's yeah, the, actually Detroit. The, the dust is everywhere. Yeah, so like when there's just it's all over the place, and I feel like ne- hopefully by next week's episode, these will be more set in stone, and we can actually talk about how it affects the how team it affects the on a deeper level. Um, two more things I want to touch on before we wrap up. Yes. Did you see the Trevor Reader is now the most traded player in NBA history? Trevor Reader. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around forever, man. Age. He played with Kobe. I remember when he was dunking on guys, yeah, with Kobe. Um, so Bobby Marks put out this. Um, Detroit clearly targeted players that had a second year non-guaranteed with the goal to use the wave and stretch provision. So they wanted guys on two-year deals that the second year is non-guaranteed so they could flip it. So clearly they're looking 
for they have a plan. Yep. It's just yeah. I don't know. I'm can they it. can they bring it to fruition? Who knows? We'll see. Here's Detroit. We'll see. Um, they're still going to figure out what they're going to do with Blake because he's just kind of dead money right now. Unfortunately, yeah, he's just not going to get back. Because he's injured to what he was. too. Yeah, his injuries are, are really bad. Yeah. Um, they keep coming up with his play style and his size. So we'll um we'll wrap it up there. Let's do it. Longest episode so far. Um, I just want to say thank you, everyone, very much for listening. This is our longest episode. Um, if you've made it through all the way through, thank you very, very much. Um, this is the favorite part of our weeks every week. But we'd like it more if you told your friends and get your friends to tell their friends. Um, we are on Facebook and Insta, the Low Butt Podcast. We are on anchor we're on breaker we're on spotify we're on apple pod we're on google pod wherever you find your favorite podcast we are there we are there um it is thunderstorming it is raining we're gonna chill out i'm gonna text my girlfriend to bring it tell her to bring the dogs in because they get a bit spooked pearl's probably shitting herself <laughs> but yeah we'll wrap it up thank you very much guys have a good week Thank love you, you. bye, bye.